All right. Right now I'm here with my friend, Marcus Conley, rapper, artist, producer, musician, the list goes on. How are you doing today, Marcus? You know, man, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So first I want to talk about um, your latest releases. Last year you put out two albums, Hocassin and Dewey. And this year you took them off of Spotify, you know, totally redid them, redid the vocals, you know, remastered some of the instrumentals. Why is that? What was, what was your inspiration for doing that? Um, my inspiration was that is like a really not cool thing. Like it kills the whole like mystique of it. Um, Spotify didn't list one of them as an album and I'm super OTD about things being like perfectly how I want them to be. Yeah. So I went to take Hocassin off just so I could retrack it. So it would be listed as an album. And in doing that, I was like, I could do this better. So then that turned into just me wanting to do that one. And then I was like, I just do all of them over again. Really not a good, it wasn't a good time, but we did it. Um, you were on a lot of the the joints. Um, so appreciate you for that. Um, stole yeah, your piano sample, sampled that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so cool too. I really like the way you kind of re, uh, you know, you, you slowed it down a little, right? Yeah, slowed it down, pitched it down. Um, but yeah, so no, it was, it was I'm, I'm, I'm happier with it now than I was before. Like before, you know, when you hear your music, sometimes you're like, <sighs> but now yeah, yeah. I, like, people can play it. I can play it and be fine with it. So I'm happy with it now. Cool. Uh, I want to talk about inspirations also. So in your music, one of the things you talk about the most are your family, your friends. Would you say they're like, you know, a big part of your art, a big inspiration for you? Totally. Like even not with just music, like I just had to write a play for a class and this playwright festival that they do in Delaware. And this girl was asking me about it. And I was like, I've been trying to write the same thing since I was three years old. It just keeps growing. So um, in that play, it kind of like is the same thing as what I'm doing in music. I just do pretty much get the same message out in whatever medium I try to do that day. Um, so yeah, life, especially people who I meet, just because I really try to observe people in the day and age of, you know, everyone's on their phones. I really try to like be there and be present and just capture the moments um, because that's what life is about. And then I just try to put that back in the music. Um, I would say probably because the music I grew up listening to, that's what they did. Um, I don't know, it was just, you know, just wanting to capture the essence and people, I, I'm, I'm a very, I'm, I'm an introvert, but I'm also a people person and I, I, take inspiration from people just as they are. Um, like if I'm in the airport and I see someone wearing something cool, I'm like, oh, that would be cool if I flipped it and did it with this. So yeah, my friends, the people who are closest to me, like I name drop a lot of my homies in there, gave you a name drop. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely my friends and my family are the biggest inspiration just because they're with me the most. And I like to get personal. Right, right. So we haven't actually... You know, like I was saying about the albums that you re-released, we haven't really gotten any actual new Marcus Conley songs in over a year besides Lancaster, which you added onto Hocassin. When can we expect a, a really new project EP album, you know, whatever it is? Wow. Okay. So it's October 21st right now. Yes. Um, 224 as we're recording this. I am currently making a mixtape that is projected and you know I'm the worst with this it's supposed to come out November 20th okay so in about a month 
um get it that's a whole new project i'm just doing a bunch of like just rapping over my favorite beats and like really rapping none of that um you know not a lot of singing um really because my uncle was like you're trash and you sound like drake so i was like all right let me prove to him that i can rap really well and then i can pivot back to like the whole like you know eclectic thing but yeah yeah, sure november 20th that is I'm not going to hold you to that because you know, <laughs> we know we know what happened with Hokeston and Dewey. Yeah. It's supposed to come out in like May or something. Yeah, yeah. Come out, come out in May. Yeah. yeah. Um, now that that kind of takes us to to something I wanted to discuss. Um, something that's kind of not necessarily unique, but something that um is a little unusual uh, today is as a rapper, you you self produce uh, all of your instrumentals. Why is that like so important to you? Uh, it's actually not really an important thing. I want to get away from that. Like after I do the mixtape, I was going to do another album that kind of like wraps up this whole universe of which I made with Hokeson and Dewey. And I want to work with like more people um, and get away from like the, you know, like the rap sound because people wouldn't really think both of those albums sound like the traditional rap sound anyway. But I just kind of did it out of necessity because the beats, I, I mean, if you go on YouTube or like Looper Man and look for some rap beats, it's like, you know, Ian Dior type beat and they all yeah, sound. Sure. So one thing to um, get away from that, I couldn't really find any that were uh, fitting what I needed to. And it was twofold because I was also making beats and I couldn't find anybody that really wanted to rap on them because they didn't sound like everything else. So I was like, you know what, I'll just do it. That and I don't like, uh, I have a weird thing with like paying people for, for doing things because yeah. like I, I hold on to it and do it as, I mean, as low as budget as possible, but I'm getting away from that and getting um, more comfortable with like being like, all right, here, take this in. But um, it was a good growth process. I definitely, uh, like think I learned a lot from it um and I was able to really create something true to me and I I I think I really wasn't in a place to uh work with anybody else but now I'm really trying to work with a lot of people like I'm producing for this girl I'm producing an album for this girl producing um another rap album with some homies so I'm really trying to branch out now but I wouldn't say it was important I think it was a necessity thing gotcha um so since quarantine began, as you know, gigs have been completely online. Uh, the two of us actually did a live stream set uh, in benefit of Jessica Rain. Um, and you did another one yourself shortly afterward. Is this a medium that that you enjoy? Uh, do you see yourself exploring it more in the future? Yeah, I love performing. I've been performing since I was like, literally since I was three. Uh, my dad was a jazz musician. So I was at jazz fest on the stage with my tambourine. Like, I love it. Um, I've been to a bunch of concerts, been, you know, doing the dance thing. So I, it, it was the only reason I really, I was telling this to my friend Cyrus, like the only reason I really care about people uh, uh, like really liking my stuff is so I can perform it because, you know, you need people to sell venue tickets. Sure. Like if, if I could do a venue with nobody there, I would. <laughs> like if, if that wasn't a prerequisite, I would just do it. But um yeah, I'm I was, I'm definitely going to find more ways to do like a live performance just because, you know, you can do more things with music. I can strip it down. I can do it a whole different way. Um, and it's something raw. And it, I think especially now because we're all inside um, it, it, and you're in your most uh, natural environment, I guess, because you're in your house and this is where you spend your most time and you're the most you. 
I want to be able to give them something that's the most me. And I feel like a live performance, you know, I'm not editing anything. It's just going out. I feel like this is the best way to do it. So I'm definitely going to try to find more ways to, you know, reinvent um, and recapture what a live performance would be just virtually. Right. And you kind of alluded to this, but, you know, you have a lot of other artistic kind of experience. You know, you, you have a lot of experience as a DJ, you're a dancer. How does that kind of apply to the whole, whole music thing? Um, well, definitely with the DJing, that was kind of how I got into like really making rap music because I was DJing rap music, obviously for parties. And um, with doing that, I got to really know tempo. So when I made the albums, like we were editing the music videos, uh, a lot of them were like 80 BPM. So I had Cyrus just take the clip from one of them and put it to another one and it worked. I was like, yeah, it's the same BPM. So like stuff like that, technical stuff helps. Um, but dancing and um, dancing, writing, so having stories, like I wrote short films to go along with them. We didn't do them. Um, we're hoping to do something with that in the future. Uh, so the story element of that, like the, my writing aspect, I mean, it also goes into my, my, my words and what I'm saying that really helps like pan out the story. Um, and then dancing, uh, really, I wanted to make music that I could dance to and not just, uh, you know, like mosh around and like, you know, the whole rap thing is like rap, rappers and new rock stars. So everyone's going crazy at the concert. And um, I'm like, how can I do that, but also make it danceable just because I love dancing. Um, so that goes into like, you know, like the little accents I'll do because my favorite dancers are late twins and their musicality is crazy. So they hit like little accents. So I'm like, how can I put that in my music to if I were to dance to this, I could do like hit like accent here and just do something really cool. So it all revolves around e each other. I'm just trying to be as complete as an artist as possible, you know, like have the music relate to the clothing, to the video that comes out and just try to build a world that people can live in. Great. So in addition to your music and everything else, you also have a podcast called Ology. Uh, talk to me about that a little and and why you also like having that outlet. Ology is really the, well, shout out to Gallant because that's where I got that name from. Gallant Ology is a great album. Um, really danceable. I've danced to that album a lot, but um, that's where I got the name from. But I really like looked up because I heard the album is beautiful music and I looked it up and I was like, it's because the Ology the suffix is a suffix which means the study of and then you know biology the study of so um the it, it's the study of and that's kind of what i everything is around it, it's starting as a podcast but i want to take it to i want it to be at like kind of like a, a disney or an apple in the sense of it has branches right like ology is a podcast but i also want it to be an idea and i want it to be a a a, a a movement right of like freedom of expression but quality um in whatever medium i would choose to do with that so we would have a sector for fashion for film for music and it would all have like the same core uh idea at the top all under that but with podcasting because since it did start as a podcast it was just another way to uh say something real without having to do it behind a beat like if i'm feeling like um I need to get some off or I just want to have a conversation I can just go and do that because that started I was having conversations in um study hall and they were really good and people it would be like 10 of us just going in 
inputting ideas and everyone was like yo you should start a podcast and i was like you're right i should start a podcast yeah and i started those, those like, study hall discussions i started it like six months before everyone else decided they should start a podcast so i'm <laughs> hanging my hat on that one <laughs> yeah it's just a way to get get it out and to be able to just let go because you know the music is also like at least for me, I'm trying to get back and have more fun with it. But you know, when I get in that mode, everything's so serious and has to be like this. There's, I can just lay back and kick it and just talk to my friends about stuff that, you know, we love and or don't love or just whatever and just say random things. All right, great. Well, thank you so much uh, for talking with me. Uh, we're gonna get back to the music right now. And since um, Marcus released two albums that are kind of you know interwoven, I figured it was only right to play one song from each. Uh, up next are Lane Hokassen and Summertime.